the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Democrat damage control over their shrinking spending spree. We rounded the turn and we're almost to the stretch. And we're making great progress to our goal of securing a framework agreement for Build Back Better in a timely fashion. Tragedy on a Northern California hiking trail. Our hearts will never forget the beautiful lives of Jonathan, Ellen, Miju, and of course, Oski. An NBA player denounces China's iron grip on Tibet. I cannot stay silent. I stand with my Tibetan brothers and sisters, and I support their calls for freedom. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Friday, October 22nd. I'm Rich Thomason. It's not as much as they wanted, but the left is trying to come to a consensus and push through some form of the Biden Build Back Better plan. The White House and congressional Democrats are struggling to cut down their once $3.5 trillion domestic policy plan to a more palatable $2 trillion. Democratic leaders had talked about a Friday deadline, but Senator Joe Manchin says... This is not going to happen anytime soon, guys. The concerns of Manchin's fellow Democratic centrist, Senator Kirsten Sinema, remain an obstacle. Representative Pramila Jayapal, who chairs the Congressional Progressive Caucus, told reporters... She's talking to the White House, so... We'll just have to see where that goes. The president wants the package finalized by the time he departs for a global summit in Scotland next week. Mike Gracia, Washington. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says that she's ready to scrap a long-term extension of the child tax credit, as well as a hike in corporate tax rates, in order to get the legislation to the president's desk. Two dissenting voices within the Democrat ranks forced the price tag to $2 trillion, One of those voices, Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, asked if he thinks Democrats will need more time to reach a final agreement on the scaled-back plan. I believe so, yes. I believe it will, but I believe that they're making good progress. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew says Manchin is clarifying his political plans. In an exclusive interview with The Hill, Manchin refuted claims made in Mother Jones this week. An article had said that Manchin was threatening to leave the Democrat Party unless it cut its $3.5 trillion Build Back Better package by half. What is true, Manchin told The Hill, is that he has offered to leave the party and become an independent if Democrat leaders find it embarrassing to have a moderate centrist in the ranks. Two other independents, Bernie Sanders and Angus King, caucus with the Senate's 48 Democrats, helping them hold on to their paper-thin majority in the Senate. The other holdout, Senator Kirsten Sinema of Arizona, has been hounded by far-left activists and even some within the rank and file of the Democrat Party for her objections to the original legislation. A handful of advisors on Sinema's own Veterans Advisory Council have resigned in protest of her stance against key Democrat agenda priorities. The advisors chide Sinema for failing to seek out their input and for allegedly failing to take action on the part of her constituents. She's also resisted calls from within her own caucus to end the filibuster to prevent Republicans from blocking controversial legislation. Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett tells us the House has voted to hold former Trump advisor Steve Bannon 
in contempt of Congress. The resolution passed largely along party lines in the 229-202 vote. Nine Republicans and every Democrat voted for the measure. Indiana Republican Greg Pence, the brother of former Vice President Mike Pence, did not vote. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy urged his members to vote against the contempt finding, saying the panel had issued, quote, an invalid subpoena, in part because of the lack of Republican representation on the January 6th committee. Speaker Nancy Pelosi signed the measure and sent it to the Justice Department. GOP Congresswoman Nancy Mace of South Carolina, one of the Republicans who voted yes. For me personally, I want to be I want to be consistent because when Republicans are in the majority in a year and a half, as I believe we will be, I want to fight for the for the ability and the opportunity for us to have subpoena power. I don't want to water that down. And Congresswoman Liz Cheney of Wyoming says the measure passed because potential witnesses cannot be allowed to simply ignore a congressional request for testimony and or documents. Look, I think it reflects the fact that this is should not be a partisan issue and that people recognize um, that what happened on January 6th can't go uninvestigated and that when um, Congress issues a subpoena, uh, you can't simply fail to comply with it. Maryland Democrat Jamie Raskin says Bannon was all alone in completely defying the committee's subpoena. You plead the fifth, or if you think you're president of the United States, you plead executive privilege. But he didn't even bother to come in and make any of his pleas. He just blew us off. And you can't blow off the United States Congress from your sofa and think you're going to get away with it. A Northern California sheriff says a family and their dog died of extreme heat exhaustion while hiking in a remote area in August. The Mariposa County Sheriff tells KSFN that such fatalities are not all that common in that area. Heat-related deaths are difficult because for Mariposa, um, we, we don't see them all the time. The cause of death for Jonathan Garish, Ellen Chung, Aurelia Miju Chung Garish has been determined as hyperthermia and probable dehydration. The initial um, hike started off at 70, I believe it was 74 degrees. By the time they got down walking the roadway before they hit the trail, it's already jumped to 103. Tragedy on a movie set in New Mexico. Actor Alec Baldwin picked up a prop gun that was supposed to be loaded with blanks and discharged the weapon. While filming a scene for the independent feature Rust in which Baldwin stars and produces, cinematographer Helena Hutchins was struck as well as director Joel Souza. Hutchins was transported by helicopter to the University of New Mexico Hospital in Albuquerque where she later died from her injuries. Souza, taken by ambulance to Christus St. Vincent Regional Medical Center in Santa Fe, received emergency treatment for his injuries. Authorities questioned Baldwin after the incident, but later released him. There's no further information whether charges will be filed. For the Daybreak Insider Podcast, I'm Eric Cudd. Daybreak Insider's Keith Peters reports Democrats growing increasingly uneasy about the Virginia gubernatorial race. Polls have consistently shown Democrat Terry McAuliffe with the overwhelming support of black Virginians in the gubernatorial race. But his victory may hinge on whether this core part of his base shows up in strong numbers to vote. In an off-year election when turnout is generally low across most demographics, it's not yet clear whether black voters will cast enough ballots to put McAuliffe over the top in an exceedingly tight race against surprisingly strong Republican Glenn Youngkin. A hint of soft turnout among voters who make up Democrats' most consistent base 
is an ominous sign for the National Party ahead of next year's all-important midterm elections. And Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston says McAuliffe is calling in help from the White House despite President Biden's own crashing poll numbers. Earlier this month, Democrat Terry McAuliffe said Joe Biden is unpopular in Virginia, but that's not stopping him from inviting the president to join him on the campaign trail again next week. McAuliffe is locked in a dead heat with Republican candidate Glenn Youngkin, and Democrats are worried about losing. McAuliffe's campaign says the president will join McAuliffe on Tuesday in Virginia's D.C. suburbs a week before Election Day. And finally this morning, the National Basketball Association catching more flack from China after Boston Celtics player Ennis Cantor tweeted a video in support of independence for Tibet. Under the Chinese government's brutal rule, Tibetan people's basic rights and freedoms are non-existent. Wearing a t-shirt with a picture of the Dalai Lama, Cantor spoke candidly about what he says is a lack of the freedoms that others take for granted. There have been more than 5,000 political prisoners in Tibet the last 25 years. 5,000. Did you know that simply owning a photo of the Dalai Lama in Tibet is grounds for arrest? Even flying the Tibetan national flag could get you arrested. China quickly fired back, removing access to Celtics games and highlights on the Chinese Tencent sports app, as well as blocking Celtics live streams in the future. Shame on the Chinese government. The Chinese dictatorship is erasing Tibetan identity and culture. The Cantor video has been retweeted over 7,000 times, amassing more than 31,000 likes. PJ Media reports the administrator of the Chinese social media platform Weibo released a statement saying any behavior that undermines the harmony of the nation and the dignity of the motherland, we resolutely resist. The communist ideology of China has been around for only about 100 years. But Buddhist civilization, ideology and philosophy has been around for thousands of years, only the Tibetan people should decide the future of Tibet, 100%. Tibet belongs to the Tibetan people, and I hope and believe Tibet will achieve independence. Brutal dictator of China, Xi Jinping, I have a message for you and your henchmen. I will say it again, again, and again, loud and clear. I hope you hear me. Free Tibet, free Tibet, free Tibet. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again on Monday. I'm Rich Thomason. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.